the two most successful teams in the UK, millions of fans worldwide, and brought to you by a pair of f***ing wolves. It's the Red Side Rivals Social. Hello everyone and welcome to the Red Side Rivals Social. We're back for game week one where we talk everything Manchester United and Liverpool. It's me, Brad, your co-host, and I'm here with Lee Boy. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, mate. So, what have we got this week? Premier League's back, mate. Premier League is back. Back with a bang. Thank God. We can start watching football every weekend now. Match of the day. Match of the day. Soccer AM. Soccer AM. The Reds. Which one? Which Red? (laughs) The Mighty Reds. That's No. The Red Devils. (laughs) So, we're back for game week one, like we say, so... There's going to be a new format going forward. We've got um, a few pre-season episodes out there now that you can listen to, but we've got a new format. So it's going forward now. It's going to be we're going to discuss news from the week, and then we're going to review the weekend's games or any games that come up through the weekend or through the week, and then we're going to preview the up and coming games and give some predictions and stuff and see what we think is going to happen. Lee's usually bad at predicting, so that should be, always be fun. Well, I predicted we win the Champions League. We won that, didn't we? You also predicted you'd win the league. I've been saying that since the day I was born. <laughs> since the day you was born. One day it will happen. You came out of the womb and said, look, I was going to win the league. <laughs> so, six times. Sixty-six, specifically six times. <laughs> <clears throat> right, so we've had a bit of a hiatus since um, we recorded our last pre-season episode because we've both been away and stuff, so we wanted to record a bit sooner, but we didn't get the chance, so... We'll open with the news, so we're going to go with what we've missed out on between then and now. So, what have we missed out on then, mate? Obviously, the transfer window. Oh, yeah, the transfer deadline day. It's been and gone, and we've not really missed much, to be fair, have we? Of our own teams. Well, go on then. What (coughs) did you do on the the last day? So, the only thing we really did was we brought in Adrian to replace Mignolet. So, a very experienced goalkeeper from West Ham. Oh, yeah. You heard of him? Yeah, uh, the one out of the Rocky film. <laughs> Adrian! <laughs> but the only other thing really is, we brought um, all these rumours that we were bringing in Lonergan as a backup goalkeeper as well. Ah, right, okay. Um, obviously that's materialised in the pre-season, um, but we had a lot more outgoings and coming in. Um, and United really didn't do much at all either, did they? No. I mean, that's, um, that's a big signing for you, because obviously we're in the news section, so we've seen the games. Allison's out, isn't he? He is, yeah. So um, he's going to get thrown right in at the deep end. The club have been a bit coy about it, really. Um, about what? Allison. Uh, Allison's car ah, okay. yeah. So they don't really say much about it. Um, obviously, it just come out of nowhere. You're enjoying the game. Next minute, it drops down after 20 minutes. Really? Yeah. So um, we'll also have to wait and see. They're seeing up to four to six weeks. But right. They're doing a scan later this week to establish how bad it is. Right, okay. It'll be a massive loss, won't it? That will be a big loss. You see how you cope with that, because he was... He was one of your biggest praises, wasn't he, really, last season? He was a backbone of the team, wasn't he? After the structure they set up with obviously After Virgil van Dijk, yeah. Alisson, Fabinho, yeah. and then the front three, that's a spider team. If you lose one of them, you lose a bit of your momentum, don't you? This could be good for United fans, this. This could be good. <laughs> After wait and see, won't we? Um, our window was a bit rubbish, really, because we actually had been linked with a few players so we we'd been linked with obviously I talked about in the in the last transfer episode if you've if you've heard it we talked about Dybala coming in as a swap deal and then that never materialized but we got rid of Lukaku to Inter and then we just haven't replaced him so 
we'll have to see how that goes going forward. But that was a big sore point that for United fans. And then obviously Bruno Fernandes, who we thought we were bringing in, who was crying on his last game for sport in Lisbon. Yeah, I didn't it, see that. Yeah. There's no really so nothing happened there. So I don't know whether this is what I was on about last time with Ed Woodward not being able to get a deal over the line or if it was just really heavy speculation. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was the club that haven't haven't gone through that. So if that's the case, then it's again another moment for hashtag Glazers out. <laughs> Are we going to get with that again? You're going to have to, aren't we? <laughs> we need to get rid of them. It's going to be a long season then, isn't it? Mm, I know. I can't see him going, <clears> but... So, that's it, really. For the transfer think, window. The only other thing you had was Christian Eriksen, wasn't it? Oh, you yeah. That was like a bit days. of a... Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if they paid the papers to put that rumour out there just to get United fans excited, but... I think it's more the agents and everything trying to push a move, isn't it? Yeah. So, nothing really happened for us. So, really disappointing end to the transfer window, especially after getting Maguire in and stuff. So, but yeah, it, it is what it is. We, we have to endure the rest of the season now up until January with, with the squad that we've got so hopefully hopefully we'll do alright but we'll we'll discuss how well we did at the weekend in a minute in the review section so uh, what else has happened then since so since that really there's been the Charity Shield obviously the big occasion for pre-season yeah it's the game it's the, really the opener of the season isn't it really? yeah I always see that as the opener of the um, season yeah a lot of people obviously give it a lot of shit saying it's not really a worthwhile game what's the point of it I think it's a worthwhile trophy really like it's not counted as a major honour is it but no but I think it's one of those where you test yourself don't you yeah against, it's always good to be the in best it and team it's in the league really isn't it it's a competitive game against an, another winner so I suppose it's a good game to be in yeah it's a, it's a good way to see where you are progression wise to see how strong City are and how strong you are against yeah them. yeah it's a, it's a good one if you're not in it to just shoot the other team down when they win it to be like it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> so you can just shoot them down straight away. But, but yeah. fortunately, we don't have to shoot you down because you didn't win it. Yeah, we didn't win it, but... But I, we played I terrible. Of, <laughs> I took a lot of positive. The first half was a bit diabolical, to be honest. Was it? I didn't watch it. A so bit dry, we didn't really get going. Um, but in the second half, we showed a lot of um, passion, just a lot of grit, come back into it strong. And I think if they'd have extended the game by 10 minutes, which I know you can't do that, wow. we'd have probably ended up winning the match. <laughs> you come up with some <laughs> mad stuff, you know. <laughs> Momentum was with us, if you, if you get what I mean. Yeah, you should have just said it. Liverpool, all the Liverpool fans should have just, just bring back Fergie. Ten, bring back 10 minutes, yeah. Clop time. <laughs> Fergie time. You can probably get clop time if you win all the honours at Fergie's one. Well, like, like I say, we came back into the game, obviously scored the goal to take it to extra time. But that doesn't happen even anymore even in the show, does it? It goes straight to penalties. Did it go straight to pens? Straight to pens, yeah. No way, I did not know that. Yeah, so um, obviously we didn't win that, so less said about it. Like you say, it. it's like you say, I'm happy you didn't win it, but at the same time it's it's, it's not, not like counted, right, is it? It's not, yeah, yeah. It's just like it's a fake trophy. A lot of a lot of fans like to add it in, don't they? But you it's, can't it's really something can you put in your cabinet and Everton's is empty, so I bet they'd love to win it. <laughs> they would love to win it. <laughs> they'd love to win anything. A bit like you would have the season before I've lost. <laughs> but um, yeah. It's not then where we didn't really get anything from it other than another game behind our Yeah. On your backs. On your backs. <laughs> and see where it takes us a season, another bit of fitness in the tank. Yeah. So the other thing that uh, happened in between our last podcast was we did say we were going to talk about the women's game and we're going to. So the preseason started up for that. There's been a few games of preseason. I know your lot went away with the, the, with the first, first team, team yeah. didn't they? Yeah. And they've played some games. Um, the United women's team have, they had a really good win against the team called Lose. 
who obviously are always going to lose with a name like that. And then another team, Valor something, uh, and they got beat. I have no information. That's no, quite shocking, but, <coughs> but I think also we'll pick it up as the season goes. With the Women's World Cup, I think it, there's a lot more exposure to it, isn't there? Yeah, like people have gained a lot more interest. That's one of the reasons why we wanted to, to cover it. Not only because it's United and Liverpool are in the same league now, but we had a bit of a watch of the Women's World Cup, didn't we, over the summer? And, and do you know what I mean? It's getting bigger and bigger, isn't it? The quality and quantity of the, the actual matches they get a lot better, aren't they? Yeah. There's like a lot of skill. There is, yeah. It's maybe not as fast as the men's game. No, you can't. It's, but you it's can't like compare people, them That's the different. thing, people compare it to the men's game, but. It's like in its own thing, isn't it? When you look at it as its own game, like outright, just standing alone, then it is getting bigger and bigger and it is worthwhile. So, so yeah. Only, when does the season start? I'm sure it's the 9th of September. Yeah, it's around then, isn't it? It's that weekend, isn't it? I think like the 7th or the 9th of September or something like that. Yeah. So we had a little look at the fixtures and <laughs> United are newly promoted and it's such a hard start for the United women. So you got? first game, City away. Next game, Derby. big game that in it for you. That's not like easing you in, that is it. Next game's Arsenal at home. Then we've got you lot, so the Derby again. Then Spurs. Then we've got Reading, who knocked us out of uh, the cup last year. Then Chelsea, and then it gets a bit easier then. Brighton, West Ham, Everton, Birmingham. So there's like. <laughs> For a newly promoted team, that is hard. That so it'd be interesting to see how, how they do. How, how, how the girls many teams do. actually in the league? Is it like twelve or something? There's not many. There's nowhere near as many. I think there might be twelve. Yeah, but we'll we'll find that out as as it goes. I think there might be ten actually. <clears throat> yeah, and Liverpool have got Reading first game, Spurs, and then United. So I think yeah, maybe, maybe we should even look into the idea of actually going and watching the derby. Yeah, well, we said that. We'll go and watch a few of the games this season when we can't go to maybe some of the first team games. We'll go to that as well. So, so yeah, so that's just touched on the women's game. And then you've got obviously the under-23s and under-18s have started recently as well. Yeah, well, should we do that in the reviews then? And we'll just mention that after the reviews. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah, cool. Right, so without further ado then, let's go into the reviews. So... You all opened the Premier League fixtures. They certainly did. Football was back of a massive bang Friday night. And very exciting for everyone, really. Yeah, um, it wasn't exciting. It's exciting when the Premier League gets back. It is. It's obviously so Everyone's much over positivity, half hope, passion. It's just like just so good to be back. Yeah, obviously waited a long, like a long two months. Especially when there's no like major competition. I mean, we watched a few of the women's games, but it's a proper lull in it when there's no footy on oh, over the summer. So boring. Like last summer was top one. It because like, you do we watch the World Cup and that. Yeah. So like yeah, the the, the, the football was back. Um, Anfield was buzzing. To be quite honest, the atmosphere is really good. The, yeah, that was going to be rocking that first game. I think I was a little bit disappointed that they didn't get to parade the trophy. What but, the Champions League? Yeah, trophy? they didn't bring it out before the match and actually like, show it to the crowd, but. I kind of get the reasons behind it. Jurgen Klopp likes to forward think. He doesn't like to look back. He's won it and he wants to move on. Is it not because it's the Premier League and that was the Champions League? I suppose it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a sore point, isn't it? We didn't win that. We lost by a point. But I think ultimately, I think Jurgen Klopp just looks to the future. And he, he doesn't want to look back. He's won that. Now let's move on and look to the next big adventure. Yeah, always looking forward, you Liverpool fans. Always looking yeah, forward. Never look back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> not that we mentioned we won it six times, do we? <laughs> Just carry on, will you? <laughs> so, like I say, the, the football is back. Um, Norwich, I said the last time in podcast that I was actually a bit worried about them coming to Anfield. Like watching a bit of the championship oh, yeah. last year. <laughs> you were like, Norwich is a big game for us. Like I say, they're they a very attacking side, very outgoing. They don't really like to defend. 
So coming to Anfield, the first game, everyone's, everyone's a bit leggy. Um, obviously, the fitness isn't quite there. You just don't know what to expect there. So um, as we went into the match, um, Norwich started really strong. Did you see any of it? Did no, I didn't watch it, actually. I usually pick up it, uh, the other games, but I didn't watch it, no. Yeah, they were a really strong outfit. Very offensive. For the first 10 minutes, he had so many chances and caused a lot of trouble in defence. Yeah. Got in behind us quite a lot. Well, maybe you're right, then. And I think that was mainly because, obviously, Trent in, in um, the actual off-season has been a bit dodgy defensively. Oh, has he? But, obviously, amazing offensive yeah, so going, going forward. forward isn't he? So, like, if you take him out of the team, you lose a lot of that. Yeah, you'd miss him. Um, and obviously Gomez came into the side to replace Matip which I felt a little bit sorry for him a little bit after the way he performed in the Champions League final obviously he came in to replace Gomez yeah. and he performed really well so I thought he deserved the chance to actually come into the season yeah. and Gomez to win his place back um, but yeah it started really strong so obviously within seven minutes Origi cut in off the left and brought in a very powerful cross which we scored off on goal Handley oh, Handley <laughs> Um, the second one was um, pretty much 10 minutes after Mo Salah cut in N- a nice tidy finish um, the third one was a Virgil van Dijk goal off a corner Virgil van Dijk on the score sheet already oh my god he's an absolute beast he's mate he beast, should score more he? goals I, I don't get why he doesn't is it the case that our crossing is so poor it's like you've got, oh you've got that James Milner thing where he puts his hand up and then hits the front <laughs> post and he never beats the first man does he <laughs> like Ashley just, Young syndrome that. Oh, it's the same with Mo Salah he, he, is an absolutely a worldie for footballer, but he can't cross a corner for absolute shit. <laughs> it's the same with him. Trent, to be honest, is I just don't understand how it's so difficult. Oh, Putting a corner the target, in. man. Have you ever put a corner in, though, and loving a side? Yeah, I'm always in the box with a big head. Yeah, I used to be like right back as well. So, like I say, Virgil scored off a corner, and then um, we got the fourth goal just before half time. And Marigi got on the score sheet again. Wow. So. Origi's one, one of the, he's honestly he's one so of them plays where so I still think he's shit but I don't he's like made such a, a difference since he came in back in the last mm-hmm. season where he's just so unpredictable he, like some, he plays out left he plays out right he plays for the centre yeah. he he's from, an unpredictable player from the outside looking in he, he looks like well improved to be honest and I think if if he was a buy him now off, off his form he'd probably cost like 20 to 30 million do you know I think I'll probably agree with you, mate. Yeah, to be honest, I hate to agree with you on things, but yeah, and people forget he looks a lot sharper than he used to. When he he used to be like a donkey, didn't he? And I think people forget that he's only like twenty-one. He's been around for a long time, and obviously he got a lot of stick, went alone a few times. Yeah, come back and to be fair, to be knuckled down and just got on with it. It's one of them things that's annoying. Like he's another one of your benches that can come on now and do something. Like where he never used to have a good bench. Exactly. Yeah, it makes a difference. So he got on the score shoot. We had a few more chances before half time. Jordan Henson hit the bar. Everyone was like hoping he was going to score. He's getting more and more forward each game. Really strong player. Um, and, and also, I, f- I think it was uh, Firmino in like the 25 minutes or so. Yeah. Cross came, he took it down the chest, got half volley in. Good save by Cruel in that. So you were really peppering him that first half. Yeah, but again, it was such an open match. Like Norwich, every time we pushed forward, they were trying to push us back and they had a few chances, half chances. Allison pulled off a really good save, um, but fortunately it was offside. <laughs> and then fell, his calf fell <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, and then his calf <laughs> fell off, yeah. And, then, <laughs> and it, I think one positive out of that was Adrian came on, got a really good welcome off the crowd. And obviously he performed quite decent, to be honest. Big and then our time come in, and then the game went a little bit flat. If I'm honest, you've done like, your business, haven't you? To yeah, be fair. but I was hoping the team would have come out and just gone at them again. It's mm-hmm. like Norwich looked knackered. Obviously, they put so much effort in the first half. I think they just 
did like a bit na- they looked a bit naive at times if that makes sense coming up well, from the championship the, yeah they're newly promoted aren't they a lot yeah. of the teams that come up they, they continue playing the way they did in the championship forgetting how good some of the Premier League teams are yeah yeah and if whereas you, look, you thought they should have had a go at you yeah I think maybe they should have slightly changed the system to obviously absorb a bit of pressure and cause mm. a counter attack whereas they were just coming at us and playing right into our hands yeah so it would have been nice to see them push on the second half and maybe score another couple of goals just okay, to get them in the closet Norwich <laughs> I really wanted to, to get the fourth. <laughs> but yeah, they score pretty much just after half time. Pookie with his first shot. And then the game just really died Pookie. off. Pookie. Pookie, yeah. Well, that was finished, a bad name. <laughs> the finished striker. Um, he had Pookie. his first attempt on goal. <laughs> you can't say about laughing, can you? No. Yeah, one shot on goal, score with it. Um, and then pretty much after that, the game. The game really did nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a very good performance. Got three points on the board. A very satisfying win. And we pretty much left, started where we left off last year. Yeah. So, for you then, we'll end the reviews like this then. So, what positives and what negatives would you take out of the game then? A few positives, so few negatives. I think the first positive, obviously, Trent got another assist. That's his fifth now back-to-back Premier League games. Loves an assist. Loves and assist the next David Beckham, according to, oh, Super, according to Super Danny Murphy. <laughs> Super Danny Murphy. <laughs> um, yeah, so like Trent keeps performing really well moving forward offensively. He's got a really decent right peg on him. Um, I just like I like to see him improve more defensively. Like think about his positional sense yeah. at times. Um, the next real positive was obviously Origi was on the score sheet again. Yeah, Mane got some more game time. Yeah. Um, Sal looked sharp and looked rearing to go so um, was was there actually any negatives for you yeah there was a few to was obviously Becker's injury oh shit yeah obviously and then obviously we, we looked a bit vulnerable on defence they played like a really high line that match it was like Jorgen Klopp and played like a slightly different tactic with obviously a new rule coming into play this season where you, your defenders can be in the box yeah. off a goal kick yeah 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 so whether he's thinking if we push a bit higher up the pitch you can stop that from happening like a super press yeah, even more impressed I mean? than what they've yeah. already got at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So it was a bit, it was a bit, a bit. I don't know. I want to say negative in a sense. A lot of the the commentating over the match themselves were slating Liverpool a little bit. Yeah, really, yeah. a bit more tight in defence. But it's, it's it's the first game. Isn't I mean, it? you I can't hate, really judge players yeah. at this stage. I mean, I hate to defend Liverpool, but like we said in one of the previous podcasts, we have like this mutual respect for each other's teams. So. But he's probably got. He's, he's <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> most of the time, no. But he's probably got one eye on he on Super Cup. Yeah, I think he has. has. He? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Has he? It's it's another trophy to win. He's isn't probably it? just. Why thinking, wouldn't you? He's probably thinking we've scored four goals here in the first half. We're playing Norwich. Who, if you were there on the sidelines, you'd be like, "We're playing Norwich. They don't know how many they can score." But he's probably like, "We're playing Norwich. Let's just ease off and just conserve it for the for Wednesday." I think that's a Wednesday. Yeah, I think Wednesday. that's a wrong attitude to have. Though I think obviously because Liverpool did really well last year and the year before, to be fair, obviously, and we've just won our first trophy in the Jurgen Klopp. Have you? I didn't know. Yeah, we did not take on the European Cup. No, no, you never mentioned it. <laughs> well, just in case you won it six times, mate. <laughs> <laughs> <Hate> the number <laughs> six. <laughs> Let's talk about six, baby. Oh, stop saying it. <laughs> but yeah, I think um, a lot of Liverpool fans go to the games these days when the likes of Norwich's, Sheffield United, they just think the. We're going to walk teams over and you're going to score five, six goals. People put stupid bets on before the game. And I think you've got to really... We always do that. I think you've got to really understand that, obviously. Each game in the Premier League is a difficult match, do you not think? 
Yeah. There's not really like yeah, a terrible yeah, the... side. They're all strong teams and mm. all got their own personal agendas. Yeah. It's like obviously all these relegation teams come to Anfield at this stage of the season with nothing to lose. They're probably thinking Liverpool is probably one of our most difficult games of the Premier League. Let's get out of the way. Same as City. Maybe yeah. United now they're a bit stronger. Nah, jury's out on that one. <laughs> so yeah, all in all, it was a really positive outcome. Yeah. Slick, fast, attacking football, which is what we want to see. It's exciting to watch. So I think it's onwards and upwards to the Super Cup. <clears throat> see if we can beat Chelsea. Yeah, we'll see what goes on so with that. So we get another trophy in the cabinet and become so, double um, European champions. What you're saying is out of 19 bananas, what would you rate your performance? 19 bananas being the best performance ever you've ever seen. And one being the... One being United Brown. last season. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say a nine. A nine bananas here. You in between. Nine bananas, folks. It's a positive start, but it could have been a lot better. Yeah. But at this stage of the season, all you, all you care about is three points to the board. And nine bananas. And nine bananas, yeah. Why am I talking about bananas? <laughs> <laughs> Banana on cool. the green. So, we didn't play till Sunday, so should we just have a look at what some of the other results were? Yeah. So, you played Friday, obviously 4-1, which you just talked about. And then I think City were next, weren't they, at midday? Yeah, City played, they... Oh, God. They just what can you say? They just absolutely spanked didn't they? West Ham were, to be fair, West Ham were terrible though. I think but, for the first I mean, twenty minutes, I think it was a sterling hat trick as well. Yeah, from what I've seen, it after twenty minutes, West Ham were putting a bit, bit of a performance, but then as soon as City got the goal, the Reds just went down and just fell apart. And obviously, City just again scored five. Yeah. Well, they could score more. Yeah. Um, that's another thing for us to look forward to, isn't it? Eh? Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth and Sheffield United was a one-one. Uh, yeah, good result for Sheffield. Yeah, right? it's good that isn't it. Burnley 3-0 I thought they'd be rubbish. That's a good result, that really, isn't it? Strong yeah. start again. Palace and Everton, absolute bore absolute off. Bore off. And you'd think with the signings Everton had made, they'd be well, not sweeping them away, but at least getting a result there. It was the same last year, though, weren't they? Yeah, exactly the absolute same. Shite club. Brighton <laughs> beat. Watford 3-0 away from home which is a surprise in itself wasn't yeah. it like Watford were really strong last year yeah and then Spurs kind of picked up where they left off as well but came from behind though didn't they they went 1-0 did down they go, oh yeah they did didn't yeah. they I remember seeing they come up on my phone that, and I was like bah, get in and, and then they came back off the mark as well yeah there's another one he'll have a good season this yeah season, definitely right? as long so, as he stays injury free yeah so that's the Saturday games um, Sunday then obviously we played we were the last kick off so uh, the games before were Leicester Wolves was a nil nil and Arsenal scraped Newcastle. With yeah, they a, did them there. Good result for Arsenal there. Good result for me because I predicted Newcastle would go down as well. So, so what happened with your boys then? Right. So yeah. So Chelsea at home always a hard start that in it, but I think when I came when as alluded to last time, I just wanted us to to play better, to just come out and have a more positive attitude and to kind of have that attitude that we had when Oli came in as caretaker. And I think that's what we did. We we definitely came out with a better attitude. We weren't like lolling around the pitch and stuff. Everyone seemed up for it. The midfield three was quite interesting because it looks like it's going to be, that's going to be his starting three, I think. I think he's put a lot of trust in Pereira. So I think Pereira's going to be in there. We'll see because I was really disappointed with the lack of signings in midfield. But I think that maybe after seeing that game, I don't know, maybe that'll work for us if they, if they have the same gusto. Paddy McTominay, I'm going to say it He looks like a good, really good player. Future, future United yeah. captain in, mate, I reckon. 
he just puts it about and he he like goes around and he gives it loads and you can just see that he's really up for it and he really wants it and you know you can tell he's just like, really he's, passionate doesn't he? you can tell he's a passionate yeah, yeah. club player and you wouldn't think that when you first seen him a few few times under Mourinho and stuff so he he was um really putting it about a bit but to be fair as good and positive as he was our defense was still terrible it was good to see obviously the new signings out there in defense but we just kept getting caught. We, we were what, what happened was we were going forward and we were being really positive. He played Martial through the middle, which was a good a good thing to see actually. Um, and we were just trying little flicks and little one twos, and it wasn't quite coming off. But then we were just getting hammered again by Chelsea. So like they came in and Ab- uh, Tammy Abraham at the post, Emerson at the bar first half, and we were like we we scraped it really. And although, like, we've got this Harry Maguire was was a lot better and so much more so much more solid than what Smalling or Phil Jones ever were last season. He was just like an absolute. It was an absolute joy to see someone like that in the centre of our defence. But like positioning wise, we were just. I think because we were giving it so much gusto and like going for it, and we you can see that he wants the team to press. So we started doing a bit of a press. That was a bit of an annoying thing because we were pressing, but. A bit of a lazy press, like Rashford said in one of the preseason games. He said we're going to start pressing. He said, but it's a, it's a lot for us to get used to because we've never done it really before under Mourinho. Which is pretty much like, was like when Jurgen Klopp came in. It yeah, took a while so to adapt to it. You've it? got to press. You've got to all press, haven't you? That's the yeah, problem. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just a wasted a tactic, effort, isn't it? In it? It's just a wasted tactic. So I think we were pressing and we were going so far forward. When they were attacking, we were just out of position, loads and like. Wambasaka, as good as he's going forward, I think he might have a bit similar to Trent, where coming back positionally, he, not... he, positionally, like he gets sucked in, and then we'd be a chance at the back, and you're like, oh no. So then, to get a goal, to get a penalty, and score was a bit of a relief. Was a bit of a relief. So, um, but yeah, VAR for the penalty as well. But Zuma definitely brought him down, so we got the pen. Uh, and then yeah, that was that was it really. We just need to for the first half. We just need, I think we need to iron out some of the bad choices. It was good to see Maguire in there as well because he was like I say, he firmed us up a lot. But you could see him, you know, when the camera goes in on him, you can see him like looking round and, and having, and having people, 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 people and you're just way. like, wow, he's been here what like a few days, and he's doing he's doing that. Who's your club captain this year? <laughs> you know it's, it's fucking Come bird on. shit, man. <laughs> Club captain, club captain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not team captain. <laughs> club captain. Which when that was announced, everyone thought, surely he's not going to play. But yeah, club captain. So, um, so yeah, we got in at half time. Sort of like Chelsea were in in the in the possession stats, shots, passes, tackles. One Chelsea all beat us on all the stats. So it was a bit like we kind of survived, but we survived, but we played better than we had last season in the end of last season if that makes sense yeah, it's a weird thing to say but so we came back in the into the, in the second half after after that kind of um bit of a lull and then same again really we got we got back on it um one person for me that i hate and you know i hate him jesse lingard because you never I said that like, ever before. <laughs> yeah, i just you know what the weird thing is as well he's, he's a local lad he's from warrington where we're both from and you'd think I'd be like all about him, but he just he just seems to like not be arsed and like let the lethargic and he'll like you know like shy out of a fifty fifty and Do you like think kind he's lost of, a little bit of focus. Well, this is what <laughs> this is what it was like last season, but I think Gary Neville said it on the actual punditry or the commentary. 
he looks like he's put a bit of beef on. He looks like he's he's been in the gym and put a bit of weight on up top. So and he looks a bit more up for it. And he had a brilliant game. You know, he was he was in there and he made a really good run in the second half. He like when he when he scored in the FA Cup um, against Leicester and he chopped through a few players. It was like a flashback to that. I was like, bloody hell, this is when the old Lingard. So if he keeps up and plays like that for the rest of the season, I'll. I'll be happy to eat humble pie and go back on what I said about Has him. Has he changed positionally or is he still playing out right or out He left? was playing like uh, behind the striker, so we had like... Like a number 10. Yeah, okay. Rashford went up in the middle and then Marshall was on the left as well. Uh, so it was like a bit of rotation between them, but so that's quite nice to see. Then 66th minute, there was a brilliant goal by Martial, got in front of his last man. But the best thing about that goal was, right, they had loads of pressure... And then Tammy Abraham's got it right on the edge of our box, and he's just like backing into Maguire, you know, trying to trying try to bully get, him. trying to get an angle, trying yeah. to get a yard or, or to lay it off. And Maguire just like was like nah, and just tackled him. And Absolute just, beast moment. And then from from that came the counter attack and then the goal, and it's like wow, we've missed this. So I think Maguire is going to have a really big impact. And you know what the really good thing is about Maguire? Black boots. No nonsense. Jamie Carragher will love them. You know that's no nonsense, that one. (laughs) When the player just there, black boots. Black laces, black boots. No make. (laughs) He's got them from Windsor's World of Shoes. Umbro. (laughs) Umbro, even worse than no make. Umbro, black. I bet they're not Umbro, but he's like pure Nike. But yeah, all black boots. So we hit him with that. Marshall got inside, anticipated it, and I was like, yes. 66th minute. Literally, next minute, kick off. Boom. Straight over, Pogba with a naughty pass, Rashford with a brilliant touch, slot. Was that it. Like a little delicate pass he put through, was it? Yeah, he just dinked it over, yeah. and it's just things like that that make you think, oh, Pogba, you're just class. Which um, is frustrating for most of So United frustrating, fans. mate, yeah, so frustrating. But um, then that kind of put it to bed. It was 3 0 then, and then Chelsea were just like chasing the game, were just absolutely chasing the game, and then we looked absolutely brilliant then. But, but in hindsight, they were just. They were just chasing, so we did play well. No, no disrespect to the team because we did play brilliant. Um, but well, you're always going to look better, aren't you? When the team's chasing you instead of sticking to the game plan. Do you just think uh, Fat Lampard was a bit naive with his first game, such a big match? Well, he played like Tammy Abraham up front and stuff. Like, why aren't you sticking Giroud up against United? It's like weird things like that. Like, I get that he wants to bring you through. I think that's the remit of a lot of which is a now. lot of managers these days. Yeah, isn't but it? I mean, you have to be like selective in when you do it Ollie did the same thing last season he was putting Chong in and Mason Greenwood and you were thinking mate this isn't the time to be doing that I get what you're saying just get a get an experienced player on here and like let's try and go for this so yeah I think maybe he was a little bit with that really 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 brilliant news for us was when Daniel James come on because not only did he come on and look really good and look really like up for it and hungry but he got a goal on his debut at Old Trafford which is going to be good for his confidence yeah I mean it was it was a scuff goal like it come off um, a defender and went in but it was just so good to see because like his dad died as well uh, before he signed for United and you could just see it like all the emotion and all the players went over like, to him it was just the, like a the dream move was yeah, worth it it was just a really nice moment you, to see you've been there yourself mate it doesn't matter how the goal goes in a goal's yeah. a goal isn't it yeah it was another assist from Pogba as well for that so yeah so all in all, like it was, it was good to see. I feel like the we the the result was flattering because Chelsea obviously were chasing it after that second goal. But if we play like that 
like every single game, we come out with that gusto and that willingness and that want, and we iron out the stupid mistakes. Uh, I think we'll 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 do all right. <laughs> I don't want to stick my neck out and say we'll do well. We'll win the league. I think, I think we'll win the, the Champions League six times. This I think year. we'll win the second league. We might finish seventh this year. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So it was all right. So any positives then? What would you take away from it this year? So positives this, year, rather, this, <laughs> this, this year. week. What would you take from with one game this year? <laughs> positives was uh, new signings all played brilliant. Wambasaka, I didn't really mention him then, but he was he was up and down that pitch, mate. And just some of the stuff, he's just he's just class. He's he just goes to ground all the time and he tracks back and he puts tackles in. Positionally, he's a bit off. Is he fearless, more or less? Yeah, like he offers us something else where we we used to Ashley Young. Like trying the slowest Cruyff turns in the world and and putting crosses step inside, in. yeah, <laughs> step inside the eye of your mind. Uh, <laughs> quote in Oasis lyrics for no reason. City um, fan, <laughs> God, yeah, right. I'll edit that out. <laughs> but um, yeah, we just used to like actually we used to like throw crosses in. It was just dead lethargic, and you'd think, oh, here it comes again. It's just nice to see something different. And he gets in the box, and he's throwing stepping up, step overs, in stepping overs, stepping over. I do know about football. You throw your step overs in and stuff like that. So it's the just it, it was good to see. And then obviously Maguire, solid. He's going to be such a good signing for us this season. What, what do you think of Lindros' performance next to the big guy? I always wanted Baye to be next to him because I feel like Maguire's got the head, and I feel like Baye's like <laughs> and what a head he's got. <laughs> he's got enough head. Absolutely, he actually rivals me, mate. That's how big his head is. I don't know. Your head actually fills the room. I'm sort of sat in the corner because his head's that big. <laughs> this will intimidate you. <laughs> it does. But yeah, he's got a big blockhead. Um, but he's got the head and Bailly's like a bit rash and puts tackles in. So I thought that might be a good contrast. But Bailly's like the most injury prone. I think he's made a glass Bailly. So he's obviously out now. So Lindelof's the next best thing. But they looked... We looked all right together, and it's not as if you're saying like we opened against someone shit like Norwich. No, we opened no, up against Chelsea, and it looked Chelsea. all right. So, so I'd say that's the main positive. And like I say, Daniel James come on, so and he was positive and got a goal. So that's the main positive for me: is a the new signings and b the way that we went out and played. So negatives, I would say that we were trying too much little flicks and little one-twos where you just think just keep hold of it here and, and see if something comes and we were trying like oh we'll try a little flick here to get through but it's, it's nice to see people actually trying something different though isn't yeah, it like, rather than a safe pass yeah like, I wrote that down like like will it come like if it comes off and you keep trying it comes off then you're going to see some sick moves do you know what I mean but for the time being I feel like especially against someone like Chelsea if you give the ball away you could just be punished like that so I don't know, but that was a negative. And then the other one was um, just the press. Like, I feel like if Ollie's going to want us to go out and do that press, then it needs to be, like, committed and all the team needs to do it because there's nothing more frustrating than see the front free press and then the other team just pass the way out of it because the midfield can't be asked doing it. Do you think he'll have a different philosophy at home and away this year? Do you think he'll be a bit more tighter and a bit more robust away from home and he'll play a bit more explosive at home with this new... High Oof. press, or do you think Oof. it'll be a continuation, yeah. like just like Liverpool, maybe like City? Maybe at home he, tr- he tries to do it at home and make it a bit of a fortress again, and really do that high press, and then just change. I the think game that's important because we were we were we were poor away from home and at home last season, but we were just at home we were woeful, and to make that press and 
want to go out and win and attack teams at home like the United of old and it pains me to say it like I always say but like Liverpool do at Anfield especially recently we've lost we've won the last well not won the last 40 yeah. but we've won beating 41 games yeah. at Anfield I think so that's annoying. one thing with Old Trafford is people have lost the fear nobody really fears going to Old Trafford at the moment which is something you need to bring back yeah I do it's really well expensive <laughs> <laughs> it's only the fans that fear it <laughs> But so, yeah, no, I, I agree. From an outside perspective, I think Ollie's doing a good thing. I think he's like looking at what Fergie did with his old class of 92 team. He's yeah. looking to breed young, hungry players. Yeah. Because like Sanchez wasn't even on the bench, was he, at the weekend? And he, has he been no. even he been training at, with the first the, team? He was at the Copa America, so I don't know. Yeah, he has been training with the first team. Yeah. He was at the Copa America, so that's probably why. I mean, I'm not asked if Sanchez was good at Arsenal and we don't know where that player's gone, but... And I'd love to see that player back, but I'm not really asked if he doesn't even play. But yeah, I just hope that because Pogba played really well, so I hope there's not like an offer imminent from Real. You know, if you just come in and test, which the is water. A, a, a worrying thing, really. That's maybe something the Premier League to look at next season. Yeah, Obviously, all, all, shut. all the, I think was it everybody apart from two clubs agreed to this early transfer window shut in, so you have right. all your players and squads sorted for the start. And yeah, I understand why, but when it doesn't tie in, but then you shoot the yourself in the foot, aren't you? Really, because like, what's stopping any of the big sides coming in and stealing like Mo Salah, mm. Sadio Mane, it's, Pogba? It's like, and I know just, what I know what a lot of people say is we we'll just say, well, the club just refused the offer, don't they? And that's well, fair it, enough it saying, but what if, exactly unrest, if, it? if the, you like, don't want say Real Madrid coming for Pogba, then he'll start sulking and be like, well, Real have coming for me, I want to go to Real. And then he starts to be like what he was rumoured to be like at the end of last season. And then it just disrupts your whole season, doesn't it? Yeah, I think like, obviously, I think Pochettino came out the other day complaining about it. Obviously, that Ericsson, they've got all that going on. Yeah. And he was saying that he wants to bring it back to the, is it the 28th, was it, the month? Oh, like, what, were the other squads? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, we'll see. But it's just horrible to think that someone could come in for your player and you not be able to do anything about it. Yeah. I end the day, money talks at the moment, doesn't it, in football? So you'll have to wait and see, mate. Yeah. So that's the reviews, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Reviews are done. All in all, of it, a very good start for both sides. Good, yeah, good start for both sides. We've not fell behind City, have we? So that's the main thing at this stage of the season. And we're above you in the league. <laughs> Here we go. So... That's all I'm Enjoy saying. it while it lasts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Mate, I'm going to take a photo of this and then just scrub out how many <laughs> games have gone. <laughs> Come on then, so what would you give your, your side a scoring out of 18 cherry tomatoes? Cherry tomatoes? Oh, the I sweet really like cherry tomatoes. Uh, 18 cherry tomatoes. I'm going to go, I think this feature needs to go, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> this is shit. <laughs> yeah, this is a, whose idea is this? Um, cherry tomatoes. I'm going to say a good solid 9.8. Five cherry tomatoes out of what? 18? Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna go 10 then. 10 cherry tomatoes. 10. Don't like chastise me on this made up scale of goodness. <laughs> You're like, 10 cherry tomatoes. I just squashed steak, all those tomatoes to make it one. <laughs> <laughs> right, so should we look forward then to um, next weekend then and see who we've got? Yeah, so obviously we've got the Super Cup coming up in midweek, oh, which yeah, we'll, so that's we will on mention Wednesday, a bit more isn't detail. It? So at the time of recording, um, that hasn't happened yet. So um, that is tomorrow night. So we'll see what goes on with the Super Cup. Well, obviously, when we come to you for the next review of the next week, we'll we'll cover the Super Cup. Yeah, then, yeah we'll yeah. include that in the next review. Yeah, we'll yeah. throw that in there, won't we, then, and see how you did. Hopefully, 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 Chelsea turn up. Oh, no, 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 no. If you can beat them 4-0, hopefully. This is what I was worried about. Oh. I was so happy when we beat them and I was like, Shit, if they're crap, then Liverpool's going to walk them. 
Yeah, but I think it'd be a close game, obviously, because it's another game in quick succession mm-hmm. straight after the first match of the Premier League. Yeah. So who knows what can happen? Hopefully, we'll bring the trophy home. It's double European champions. Just, oh, a, just no, another another thing to say to you. Double European champions. Well, what is and, and another, another positive as well. We'd move ahead of you in all honours, wouldn't we? Would That's you? something to consider. Yeah. Oh my god! It just so gets another worse thing to wind up with. United fans. Absolutely. Oh my god! But it's a big test for Adrian that if he's going to come in and then just be thrown straight into a, a big final. Like yeah, it's it's a bit concerning. Really, obviously, I think he's a very proven more or less qualified goalkeeper to come in and replace a backer but I don't know it's one of them he's, he's not played for a long time so it's just what wasn't he on the beach or something when he <laughs> he was chilling like a villain yeah but yeah I think it's a good opportunity for him at the same time he's a, a very experienced goalkeeper let's I mean, hope you can come and do a job to come yeah in, exactly it could Minimally. be like it could be yeah. Carrius the, the one that you had Carrius mate you had bad keepers had to, for so long yeah honestly apart from Pepe Reina Oh yeah, he was decent, but that. But then, but when really you add sure, in, you Westerveld. Honestly, the list just gets David James. It just gets worse, doesn't oh, it? Oh, Dracula, Dracula. Dracula. <laughs> so yeah, let, let's hope he comes in and puts in a performance. In like I said, the crowd got behind him on on the um, Friday night. Yeah. So maybe that'll give him a bit of confidence. He'll come in and perform. Mm, hopefully, he gets injured. So yeah, apart from that, who've you got the week this weekend? So we we're Monday night footballers, and we're away to that bloody bogey team from last season. That was. Mind you, there were a yeah, lot of people bogey last year. <laughs> yeah, so many bogeys. Absolutely flicking them everywhere. <laughs> yeah, everyone was our but but Wolves pretty much was our bad bogey team. So, um, especially with the FA Cup as well, because they're not tired of that. Uh, so we've got them. So if we need to go out there and make a statement this year and say, listen, nah, not this season, and just go out and play like Ollie wants us to play, and fingers crossed, do it, do him over there. The the thing with with Wolves is. Is they play good football, don't they? Yeah, they don't really get the ball away, do yeah, they? Yeah, like we said in um, like we said in one of the previous podcasts, um, their under twenty threes won the league last season, so they've got like good hungry young players as well that, that are waiting to come through. So they could be like a bit of a mainstay, you know, where a team comes up and then they just kind of solidify themselves as a could Premier be the next League Burnley, team. Could really? Yeah, obviously a lot better. Than yeah, them, yeah, they could be the next city. They're another <laughs> scumbag team that came up and wouldn't go away. So, yeah, and their game against Leicester was only nil nil because it was a wasn't there a VAR moment where there was a hand in the build. Yeah, um, was it Dendonka? <laughs> Some <laughs> mad name, Donka. Yeah, it was Dendonka on it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was one of those situations like, where it was definitely accidental. Yeah, but it was, it, because yeah. of that new rule, it's like it doesn't everything matter. Everything counts it? as a handball. Yeah, doesn't it? everything's a handball, doesn't it? Which matter. I think it'll take a lot of getting used to for players and fans. Yeah, it's funny because... to watch the managers though. Brendan Rodgers was like. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? It was a right it's a, decision. It's a great right decision. And so all a this great shit. character. Yeah. <laughs> Standard line. <laughs> and um, like Nunes was like, nah, I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to cause a lot of debate. I think people were worried with that, that it was going to come in and you'd have nothing to talk about in the pub or in a podcast. Yeah. Um, but I think ultimately, because it's, it's so new to everyone, to it's going to be a lot more to talk about because there'll be decisions that you won't necessarily agree with, even if VAR says it's quite clear. So yeah, I think. What, what do you reckon then, score wise? Do you think you'll sneak a draw? Do you think you'll be in? Um, prediction wise, for us v Wolves, I'd like to see a clean sheet again because I think that did the world of good for De Gea to get a clean sheet. He was a bit exposed last year, though. When he to be fair to you. Oh, badly. He had a poor yeah, season. Yeah, he had a poor season. By his think, coupled by the fact that the defense was terrible. 
I'll t- I'm gonna say a one nil, one nil, one nil victory. Safe one nil. Yeah, it's so, safe. But so obviously, okay. with this being our first prediction, yeah, on the podcast. Do you reckon we keep a track and log of these, and then a fourth at the end of the season, the <laughs> one that doesn't get the most results? Oh, what what are we talking for? Well, well obviously, we'll, we'll come up with a fourth. All right, all right then. Yeah, we'll make it let's, live let's, in here. Let's do that then. Let's all get right. your penis pierced, <laughs> Prince Albert, all round. <laughs> Let's shave my hair off. No. no. We'll think of something really good, obviously, to, as the season goes on, but yeah, I think that'll make it interesting, won't it? So, what has the prediction got to be correct? Bradley versus Lee. So, the prediction's got to be bang on correct, does it? Or as near as. Okay. <laughs> no, it's got to be correct. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> near as, damn it. <laughs> it was 5 0 and I said 4. Yeah, so so you're hoping for a 1 0. Yeah, so we're going to go 1 0. 1 0 away. 1 0 to the Manchester. So, have you got? So, we've got Southampton away, our feeder club. Oh um, yeah, it's on Saturday, which I thought if we're playing Wednesday night, it's going to be a big ask, especially if it went to extra time. If if we win quite yeah, convincingly, you do not South need, you do not need no, extra we don't time. need extra time, especially at this stage of the season, make it even more of a difficult tie. But I think Southampton were a bit of a bogey team for us previously, until the last yeah. two seasons, and then we've we've won four back to back. So I'm going in quite confident, really, if I'm honest. I think I'd like to see another three points on the, on the board. Yeah, I think it'll be a maybe a two or three no victory. Well, no, 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 none of this is two or three. You've got to predict. Oh, the prediction will come later. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm thinking get money on the score sheet. Maybe even put Bruce on the bench. Um, start to Regan, rest Salah, just change the team a little bit. Just wow, that's confident. Very confident. I'd love if it rolls your over. Is yeah. it away or at home? It's away, away isn't it? Yeah. So um, we've got a doubt with Nabikita. And I think he picked up a muscle strain in the week, but he's always injured, to be honest. Yeah, one, uh, I was hoping to see a lot crying, of him this year. Obviously, Becker, Becker's out. That's a big one, that, I think. That's a big one. So, again, another big game for Adrian. I hope he's out for ages. So, yeah, I think um, I'm going to go into this with a very confident mm. silence. Yeah. 4-1. 4-1? He's going to go for a 4 So, you're, let me get this straight. You're <laughs> going for an exact replica of the result in your first game. Yes. No way is that happening. Yes, I, I, like I say, we're, we're not like, best in defence at the moment, yeah. which I think will get better and better as the season goes on. Yeah. But I can see us going for the jungler. And I go for the a jungler? Yeah. Let's just let's just stop this podcast right now, people. The Georgetown call the jugular vein. The jungler. The main vein in your uh, in your neck there. You just called that the, the jungler. jungler. It's a new one. Would you like to explain that? No, it's my new word. <laughs> jungler. <laughs> That is a classic. What we'll do, right? We'll go through the season and we'll see how many words that uh, Lee says. Leesms. Lee, You'll become used to these. AKA. And I will not correct myself. Idiot, idiotic grammar. <laughs> okay, so the jungler. The jungler. You're yeah. going to go for that jungler with um, Jumanji style rifles. <laughs> Fuck. 4 you. 1. 4 1. 4 1. Right, so we've got a 1 0 win for us and a 4 1 trounce. And a good 4 1 trounce. Do you know what we forgot to mention? What's that? In the review bit, our under twenty three results. So I forgot to say that um yeah, the under twenty three season's obviously started as well. So we'll just we'll just touch on that now just so yeah, yeah, just sorry. so people know what happened. So our under twenty threes, uh, they were away at West Brom and they won five 0 which is a really convincing start because the under twenty threes were were poor last season. So it's good to see. Uh, I think it was um, James Garner was on the score sheet, and he featured a few times. Jennifer Garner. 
Yeah. <laughs> Daredevil. No, she wasn't Daredevil. <laughs> Electra. Electra got on the score sheet. Yeah, so he, he featured a few games and then there was uh, Angle Gomez and stuff played. So, yeah, so we won uh, 5-0. So, good result. Good to get the ball rolling with such a good result for the under-23s. How did yours get on? Yeah, we don't talk about it. We got beat 4 0. Did you get beat 4 0? Yeah, way to Spurs, yeah. Oh, was it Spurs? No, it was at home. <laughs> <laughs> I love that sort of like easy. No, we were away, was you? No, we no, were at home. home. <laughs> 4 0. Yeah, I think we've done the 23s this year. I think it's an interesting one because obviously they're in the DFL Cup this year, aren't they? The AFL Trophy? Yeah. So I think with that. That's, that started that as well. We, we I think we beat Rob Rimmel, some little crap like that. So I think with that. And the fact that obviously the squads are so big these days, I think you'd expect to see a strong turnout. Yeah. And obviously a bit of development. Yeah. But it's nice to see a few of them coming through. Obviously, you mentioned a few of yours before. We've got Ryan Brewster. Yeah. Adam Lewis. There's a, there's quite a few that are young, promising prospects that need to be given game time. Yeah. Not necessarily sent out along because I don't think it always benefits them. I think they need to be around the squad, learning off the actual pros, don't they, the first team? Mm. So it'll be interesting to see how it turns out this year. I think that's the idea with this. Um the FA Trophy now to make it more competitive under 23 so you, you you try and keep all of some of your talent and then put them because that's like a competitive I mean it came in was it a couple of years ago when the teams went into that but is it the Premier that, League 2 it's called now or something it's like Premier that. League 2 isn't it and yeah. then they go into competitively into the FA Trophy so yeah it'd be good to see some players not go out on loan and actually apply the trade and, and for I think I do think that's like a big that'll like you know because like things catch on in the Premier League like do you remember when Brendan Rodgers like played that diamond in midfield, and then it became like the dumb the thing Chan. that you play. <laughs> yeah, I used to love him, didn't I? Remember, I used to I love Emery Chan. I thought he was class. Um, and then everyone started doing it, didn't they? Like playing that little diamond, and then like Pep when he first came in, he was like, he wants a keeper, doesn't need to play out from the back, and then that was kind of like his thing. And, and now, now everyone, does everyone do it. And now, like more and more teams, because I think even Foden played for uh, City at the weekend. I think I don't know if he I started. Think he came on, didn't he? I, think I definitely he heard his name mentioned. Yeah. And he's a little baller, and he like a young lad. A very, that, a very yeah. good footballer. Yeah. yeah. So like, I feel like that that hopefully will get rolled out now across the Prem, and people will start like maybe not taking players out on loan as much and using the younger players. Well, I think with with the way the transfers are going these days, I think the money's just becoming ridiculous and it's going to get to a point where clubs mm. can't afford to buy the best. Yeah. So they may start looking to the youth. It'd it's be like, nice to see. Our academy's got some really good yeah. footballers and they just, because the Premier League's so strong and you have to win every game each week, yeah. it's hard for him to come in and hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah, it is hard. But it's nice. To, it's, it'll be nice to see if that happens because I know the FA obviously wanted it with the grassroots thing and everything they want. That's kind of what they want and it the FA, I don't really usually. They'll put they'll put things into motion, but you never really see any fruits of the labour. Like no, they'll no. say, "Oh, we're going to start this," and then nothing really comes of it. So it would be nice for them to to see like these players come through and start to make a bit of an impact and stuff. So we'll watch this space. Eh? That's all we can yeah, do. Yeah, I think you seen a little bit with um, England in the World Cup last year. Yeah, yeah, obviously because there's a few more coming through, the England side's getting a lot stronger as well. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's only a good thing. Yeah, we've got my opinion. We've got loads of good young English prospects, haven't we? It's only a good thing. Do you know what we've done? We've gone off on a tangent again. <laughs> we've just started talking about random things, haven't we? Classic what we do. Classic. Classic, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, was you going to say something then? Yeah, I was going to say, what about the under-18s? I didn't follow that. Did no. no. Did you? Um, I've seen the results. I didn't think we were following them, to be honest. So I no, I'm just going to throw it in there. <laughs> You're making me look stupid. Stupid, you should do your research. Listen, you just said jungular veins, so don't be giving me <laughs> jungular, anything. Jungular, I said. I think it's my stutter. It's recorded. It's all been recorded. It's all been recorded. <laughs> so what did your 18s do? 
Do you mind out clubbing? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you wish we were there though. <laughs> Those days. Um, yeah, they won seven one to be honest. Um to I didn't honest. it's all live on LFC TV, right? LFC TV. Um they won seven one for LFC TV. It's all live on LFC TV. Pushing this out. Someone wants a job on LFC TV. Somebody wants to take Mel's job. Yeah, but they won seven one. Right, cool. Um um so yeah, I think we're we're done for game week one, right? Yeah, we definitely are. Game week one is done and dusted, so Thanks for listening again. Thanks for listening. That's gonna be the format going forward. I did say at the start of the podcast. And it will get better, I promise. Yeah, I did like I do like to repeat myself. So I'm just gonna repeat myself. And keep, keep whatever repeating. whatever I'm not even bothered what you think. So yeah, so we'll go into news and we'll discuss the news of the week. And then we'll go, we'll uh, review the games, and then we'll preview the up and coming games, and then do some predictions. And then if you like it, you like it. And if, if you, you don't, don't, just listen anyway, so we get loads of numbers. Please listen. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> Put it on the car or something, and just just have it on volume zero. We're not bothered. Time <laughs> will fly. So, but no, seriously. Um, so we'll just wrap up then. So you have got an interesting little fantasy football thing you want to talk about. Yeah, so we have started up a league, and I'm top at the moment because we've got nobody in it. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna. I was what we were gonna do was we talked about it in one of the preseason podcasts, and which again we're sorry for being so late and outdated, but we talked about um, doing a fantasy team and Lee setting one up and me setting one up. But as I said, Brad does not do fantasy football. I, I feel like I might do one anyway, but then if I don't like put my heart and soul into it, I'll feel bad. He wants so, to pick a team of United players. <laughs> so we'll just do a joint one, eh? Yeah, so we'll do a joint one, yeah. We'll do a joint one and um, we'll leave the league code in the description. And we'll also put it on Instagram yeah, as well. Yeah, we'll put it on our socials so, and you can see that. And if you want to jump in and join that, you can do. And then what we're going to do is, right, if there's people in it that's obviously just not me and Lee because... <laughs> That'll be depressing. If there's people in there and you win it and you're a Liverpool fan, we'll, you, we'll get you a little Liverpool gift, a little signed bit of memorabilia. And if you're a United fan, you'll win uh, a little bit of United signed memorabilia. So, But all that will come in, in the future. Yeah, but uh, that that means if we get one listener. So, <laughs> Mum. <laughs> mum. <laughs> you your mum doing a fantasy team. <laughs> class. So... Yeah, so like I said, there we'll we'll wrap up. Um, we've got email <laughs> email account. Wow, the absolute nana there. I didn't know what email was called. We've got an email. They call it these <laughs> days. Send the pigeons. <laughs> yeah. um, we've got an email address. Uh, like I said on the last podcast, I think it was. So we are redsiderivals at gmail dot com, and you can contact us on there if you want to ask us a question or if you want us to discuss something or or whatever. Just hit us up on the email. We've also got an Instagram account set up now, which is uh, Redside Rivals on Insta. Same on our Twitter uh, is Redside Rivals. And then we're going to try and get a, a little Facebook uh, set up as well. So for people that are on there, because I know a lot of people on Facebook, but we'll let you know when we get that set up. So feel free to uh, contact us on there or, or whatever, or drop us a like and stuff. So yeah, we are, we are on... I think we're on iTunes now as well. Previously, we were just on Spotify and Acast. So, but we're out there now on iTunes as well. So, give us a listen. We thank you. Give us a like. Give us a 
if you want to give us a review, a five star review. If you if you don't want to give us a five star review, just don't review. <laughs> we only but accept any like, feedbacks. Yeah. Appreciate it really. Yeah. Obviously, we're very new to this. Yeah, but um, like we say, thank you very much for listening. We've had a great time discussing these games. And enjoy the Premier League this weekend. Enjoy the Premier it League. It's back. It's back, baby. It's back, baby. Back, baby. Back. back. <laughs> right, we'll see you next week then for game week two. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> it's goodbye from me. Don't stop. No, no, you can delete that with me, obviously. <laughs>